You either accept me entirely as a woman. I'm just like a woman. I can compete in women's sports. I can do everything a woman can. Yeah. I'm no yeah, longer yeah, yeah. a man. Or uh, then you, you're a hater. Yeah. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Hey, Willie. Yeah. I want to show you a picture. I want you to say, Oh boy. When you see the picture, right off the top of, uh, of your head, yeah. man or woman. Ready? Okay. Go. Oh, <laughs> woman. But yeah, I can see the, the trouble there. Um, yeah. What made you say woman? Boy, um, I think the long hair, the absence in the picture of an Adam's apple. I think those things. Right, because there's a shadow over... There's a shadow over the neck, and so right. I don't see an Adam's apple and long hair. But when you say like, say it immediately, I'm not yeah. sure what it is that... My first thought definitely was woman, but I mean, it was a millisecond, and I was like, I all know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so it's... Because uh, there are other features that look very right. masculine. So it, uh, it's... it's uh, um, this is Leah Thomas. Who okay. is the swimmer at UPenn? Oh, who's right. a trans athlete. Yes. And uh, so there's long hair. There, yes. There are earrings. Okay. In I, both ears. I didn't know that. That, that I didn't recognize a lady's swimsuit. Yeah. Right. But look closer. Well, you say lady swimsuit. We're seeing the shoulders up. It's hard yeah. to know. But those uh, straps. Men don't wear those straps. Men don't wear those straps typically. Yeah. That's okay. Right. So um, look at the size of the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shoulders, if oh, what yeah. you can see of the shoulders. What, yeah. And then the nose, size of the nose, uh -huh. and the chin, the uh -huh. jawline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, bone structure seems yeah. like, yes. Um, here's another picture. Um, you'll, you're going to spot him, her, uh, immediately. Okay. This is, this is with a bunch of other swimmers on the UPenn team. Oh, Yeah. Look at the size of the shoulders compared oh my to the other girls there. Now, these are and collegiate. And muscles and yeah. like. It, Just size. Yeah. A commanding size. I, I mean, it's there's yeah. no. And it's not just size. It's like it's like proportions. Yeah. The, the shoulders. I have not seen these pictures at all. And arms are dramatically I heard of this story, but I didn't, larger. I didn't see any pictures. Oh, yeah. And these are collegiate female swimmers. They're, I mean, they typically have big shoulders. Yeah. Um, but. Not, not compared like this guy. to not yeah. compared to her. her I, I, yeah, I uh, I read this article. This is from Sports Illustrated. Gotcha. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. And this article was written by a guy named Robert Sanchez. Um, and I wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I know we've we've done an episode on trans sports, and that is uh, something that people can go and listen to. That's episode thirty six. And I don't want to rehash all that, but yeah. If you're interested in that, go back because because we did a great episode on transgender women in sports. Episode thirty six. This is a this is a contemporary example of yeah. the kind of things that we were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so this this guy as a swimmer yeah. was ranked four hundred and ninety or something. Right, 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 right. And now is crushing the women's field of of swimming. Yeah, breaking records. Although. Um, uh, I don't know to call he or she. Um, yeah, I'm gonna call her she. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this person she, and you can call her he. Whatever. I don't know. Right. <laughs> okay. So, but she did. But my understanding is that so she won in one of the events, but she did not win 
in several other events. So crushing it, not quite as crushing it as those uh, the sprinters, the high school sprinters uh-huh. um, in right. Where was that? Massachusetts or someplace in New England? Uh, Connecticut, I think. Connecticut, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, she had no hope competing with the men in terms of like winning a national championship, right. and here she wins a national championship. Right. Yeah. Right. And and has eyes set on the Olympics. Okay. Which would never happen as a male. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, regardless of what's going on internally, yes. Um, whether they, uh, they that might be the right pronoun. Maybe, yeah. They, uh, okay. they feel like a, um, a woman trapped in a man's body and, and you know, I, I, all that kind of stuff aside. Yes. Which, by the way, we, we've got, compa- we have expressed significant compassion for folks feeling that for sure. Go back right. to ep- that episode 36. Yep. Right. Um, the the point remains that yeah. once you yeah. have uh, reached the 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 masculine point of post puberty, yep, your body is different. That's right. Um, so anyway, I read this article. I wanted to share some of it with you. Okay, sure. Um, and then talk about the methodology of the article. Okay. Um, so it says to here that that uh, that this shy economics major from Austin became one of the most dominant college athletes in the country. And as a result, is a center of a national debate, mm-hmm. a living, breathing, real-time test for how society views those who challenge conventions. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she says, or he, whatever. This, this trans <laughs> I'll just woman. i say she, I guess. Yeah, this trans woman. This, yeah, she says, I just want to show trans kids and younger trans athletes that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. They don't have to choose between who they are and the sport they love. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to talk about uh, setting records, uh, pool records, Ivy League records, and on the way to becoming one of the nation's most powerful female collegiate swimmers. Okay. Um, and is is really starting to dominate the field. Okay. okay. Um, and she says, I want to swim and compete as who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, then this this writer, Robert Sanchez, calls out the conservative side as not being understanding um, and regularly referring to her as a man, yeah, which you know, is insulting. Uh, and the rest of her team is divided on this. Some take her side, and others are adamantly opposed. As sure as you might imagine, yeah, um, for sure. This this involves scholarships and Absolutely. money, and um, you know their own awards being yes. displaced. Um, and and in that episode, we discussed that that the the significant differences between a man's post pubescent oh, body yeah. and a female even if you take hormone therapy for a year right. that it you, doesn't that, that's not going to change the heart and lung capacity the, the size, bone density the, the hands and feet size totally the, all that the, the, the muscles yep. um it, it, yeah it's, it does change some things significantly it does change a few things but but it's not yeah it's I got not going to yeah it's going to yep it's going to reorder your skeletal muscular system that's and, right that's right uh, that that's been put in place and mm-hmm. that is not fair mm-hmm. um, but she says i'm a woman just like anyone else on the team. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think you're like anyone else on the team. You know, even if we were to grant that she is a woman, and I'm not sure that I'm willing to do that, right. but let's let's go ahead and grant that she's a woman. She's not a woman like everyone else on exactly. the team. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she says, I've always viewed myself as a swimmer. It's what I've done for so long. It's what I love. Uh, I just, you know, she just wants to swim kind of thing. Sure. And views all the the negativity as hate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's hate 
Right. I, I, I don't agree. think it's hate at all. I think it's well, a matter of equity. I think it could be hate. I think there could, it could be, be people. For if, sure. No, not could be. I have heard people that act, that that are saying things that are very hateful. Yeah. And so I don't I don't want to dispute that, but not all opposition is necessarily hate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is what I want to get to uh, toward the end of this. Okay. Um, oh, I jumped the gun. Sorry. No, that's that's good. That the, I'm leading you in the right place. Um, and then it talks about. Uh, that people have written letters, yeah. parents have complained, yeah, yeah, and it talks about the arguments. And uh-huh. Listen to this quote: "Okay, science allegedly shows trans women have larger hands and feet, bigger hearts, and greater bone density and lung capacity." That's not alleged. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. The, uh, well, that's what Robert Sanchez here says that it's it, it's an science uh, okay. is alleging these things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, science isn't alleging these things. This right. Is, this is like a tape measure. You know, you can yeah. just use it. There, there are uh, okay. So science is difficult. People struggle with science because science does change as more observations become, you know, mount up more and more. Mm-hmm. But this is the size of hands, the size of feet, the size, you know, the lung capacity. These are not things that have very few measurements, and we're just sort of getting our hands around it at this point. Right. This is this is going back. Yeah, for- we, we know this definitively. <laughs> this is pretty clear. Um, she uh, is not a woman like every other woman on the yeah, team. That yeah. that's just not true. It's not true. Um, and then the the NCAA has uh, has failed to draw distinctions here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And the school, of course, likes winning. Of course, they want to yeah. Keep her on the team. Uh huh. Um, and they the other student athletes were told that if they had a problem with this. They could utilize the robust resources available to them, including the university's Department of Counseling and Psychological Services. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's going to go well. Yeah, like if you're having trouble, you need to go see a shrink. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and these people are being labeled, right? Um, they're labeled as transphobic and haters. Sure, and, sure, sure. Um, and like we said, I'm sure there's hate thrown her way. Yes. But that does not mean all opposition is hate. Uh, one person said, we support Leah as a trans woman and hope she leads a happy and productive life because that's what she deserves. What we can't do is stand by while she rewrites records and eliminates biological women from the sport. If we don't speak up, it's going to happen in college after college, and then women's sports, as we know it, will no longer exist in this country. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and I appreciate that they start off by saying, we want her to have a happy and fulfilled life because that's what she deserves. I'm with it 100%. And she cannot uh, eliminate biological women from sport. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the article goes on to discuss accusations that uh, Thomas denies that she has had a bad attitude and has um, uh, teased people about how easily she wins and how she's um, you know slowing down on purpose and how she's waiting so long at the end of the race. Um, okay. Uh, she denies those claims, but uh, I, they sound believable to me. They do sound believable, and that's you know that. I don't even know what to think about that because that's called trash talk, and yeah. that happens in all sports. That's true, right? I mean, that's but, that happens in all sports. That I, you know, yeah. yeah. No, uh. this this is this would be uh, to put it in, in hyperbole. Yeah. Um, you know, I I did mention in the last episode uh, that an MMA fighter, yeah, trans MMA fighter, beat 
the this right. woman to to pieces. I right. mean, fractured yeah. her skull and sent her to the hospital. Right. Um, and then then to kind of like mock that person. Yes. It, it's kind of like Andy Kaufman wrestling women back in the day. Right. right. I mean, it's like he was doing that for comedic effect because. Right. 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 Yeah. How ridiculous it is. But you know. If if she really thinks that she is a woman like every other woman, if she has that in her mind, then trash talking, I don't know how much it happens among women. I think it's more common with men. Yeah. But it does happen with women for sure. I know very competitive women who are, you know, who, who like to yeah. That's uh, It's not helping her case though. <laughs> but she it's... needs to recognize what's yeah. going on. But right. I, I am not, I don't have a problem at all with trash talking Um Generally, I mean, I guess it could get out of hand, but whatever. Yeah. Here's another parent. So okay. Leah is a human being who deserves to be treated with respect and dignity, but it's not transphobic to say I disagree with where she's swimming. Yes. Um, now listen to this. This is the part I really want to get to. Uh, Robert Sanchez says, That argument is disingenuous to Thomas. There is no such thing as half support. Either you back her fully as a woman or you don't. The very simple answer is that I'm not a man, she says. I'm a woman, so I belong on the woman's team. Trans people deserve the same respect every other athlete gets. End quote. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I just, you know, I don't want to rehash um, right. what, you know, the, all the biology and the solutions that we came up with um, for going forward. Uh and I also don't want to rehash um, our support of people who are struggling with right. gender dysphoria um, right. or or that sort of thing, because that is I have incredible compassion for folks like that. And oh my goodness, we this is uh, I'm about to say something that I'm not sure. I want yeah. to say, we may have to cut this out, but <laughs> I think this is not unlike. Mm, 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 mm. I got. This is this is not too different, although there are significant differences, of someone who is able-bodied, able-mind, uh, competing in the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's the Special Olympics are fantastic. I'm glad that we have that. Right. Right? But if you, somebody say, well, I, you know, I'm not that great, and so I'm right. going to compete with Down syndrome people, you know, uh-huh. in, in whatever sport. Like, okay. Ha- okay, I got to work. I, I'm going to win the gold. Yeah. Right, I'm going to do great. Right. Okay, that's totally inappropriate. It's totally inappropriate, and I don't mean to say that all women have Down syndrome, but there is a there's a uh, that's that's the part that I'm nervous yeah, yeah. about because I don't want people to think <laughs> right. that. But there is a difference between men's bodies and women's bodies when it comes to athletic performance. Right. There just is. Right. And if, if you voice that, then then Leah Thomas is saying you are not supporting her at all. Not in any way as a woman. Um, in other words, you you have zero sympathy for whatever's going on in her mind yeah. um, and in life because you disagree with her swimming. She's saying you have to accept the swimming and my my transition to a woman all together as one package, or you don't accept any of it. Yeah, I think that it. Uh, another thought occurs to me, and that is this: if um, if Leah, that's her that's her name. Yes. That's her, Leah. So if Leah is saying, and others like her are saying, that there is really no distinction between her body and a typical uh, woman's body, right? then why do we distinguish between men's and women's sports at all? 
And if we go down that road as right. a society and say there's no difference between a trans woman's body and a non-trans woman's body, then there is no difference between men's bodies and women's bodies, in which case we need to do away with all distinctions and have no gendered categories for sports. And in that case, Leah is not going to win. Yeah. I think that's the, I mean, that's, that's logically how you would have to play that out. Right. I don't think that that's where they want to go. I don't think that's where she wants to go, but that's what it would have to mean, yeah. I think. So this, this uh, looks like and is uh, like a loophole. Where uh, yeah, what and some people I've seen nasty memes about uh, you know come all you uh, men of mediocrity yeah and, totally and join women's sports so you yeah. can win finally yeah, yeah. Um, well this is this is kind of what we're seeing here and I okay I'm going to push back on that because I don't yeah. think that's what's happening I think that that is that is hateful and mean and I'll tell you why because I don't I really doubt uh, I guess it's possible that she was struggling in men's sports and said. You know what? I could win a championship with the women. I think I'll beat you. People don't be, people don't start identifying as a woman or start moving that direction uh, unless there's something seriously internal going on that's not about the championship, uh, not about winning. If she's not just trying to win. I think she's, I think it's legitimate that she feels like a woman in a man's body, mind biological body and that's why she's doing this it's not merely to oh I'm, I'm mediocre as a man but i would be stellar as a woman that's that, that's not her motivation right no i i did not say that oh I, uh, I, that's yeah, what i heard yeah so there are memes that say that okay uh, that's people, what i'm talking about yeah, the memes yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. society that is pushing that right um and and it is sort of well you know on facebook and social media there, there seems to be no rules of engagement yeah um, right. so the logical fallacies and the hate and the you know whatever you want to spew out can just be spewed out yeah, and sometimes yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny and sometimes it's really offensive um and, and sometimes I, both. I totally agree yeah i totally agree that there was something obviously leading this like i said whatever is going on inside of her mind and uh body and her interests and desires uh, put if i put all that aside yeah um but uh it's her what i'm saying right now is it, it she is the one who's saying refusing to allow me to nuance her position. It's her yeah. who's mm. saying it's all or none. You either accept me entirely as a woman, I'm just like a woman, I can compete in women's sports, I can do everything a woman can, yeah. I'm no yeah. longer yeah, yeah, a man, yeah. or uh, then you, you're a hater. Yeah. This is the problem to me with our society. Ah, I'm with you there. Um, that that this is polarizing. Totally. And, and inaccurate and unnuanced. Totally. And uh, your body is different. Yes. It is different. Yes. It, is, it has an unfair right. advantage. You are destroying the equity in women's sports. That's right. And you're pressuring me That's right. to accept that just because of what's ever, whatever's going on with, with your gender dysphoria or other factors in your life that right. I might be moved to compassion with. That's right. And so I feel manipulated and abused in this way sure. that I, if I don't agree with the, the obvious difference in your bodies between you and a woman, yeah. if I disagree that you should be uh, competing at all, suddenly I have to be a hater. Yeah. I have to be an overly conservative, um, you know, uh, you're you're just a mediocre man trying yeah, to win yeah. at sports when I'm sure there's more going on than that. But I will say, uh, you know, as a man, for whatever reason, she did not see a future. And since becoming a woman, she sees, she visualizes a future which involves potentially going to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, she's studying to be a lawyer to fight for civil rights of trans people. Okay. 
So, um, which in a way can be like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like, a, um, uh, I have a lack of purpose, I have a lack of identity, and now I can, uh, I can produce one. Yeah. Um, and and I'm not that that might be harsh too. You might. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. Um, but there's there's something there. Yeah. To be teased uh, and and worked as we try to figure out. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm not a shrink, and I'm not talking to this person in that way. I'm just reading an article. Yeah. Um, and there are people who who are saying, you know, I'm sure she's a great woman. I'm sure she has genuine reasons why she wants to swim. Yeah. I'm sure she has genuine reasons why she wanted to transition. Sure. But we have to be honest. Yes. About the physical advantages. Yes. That yes. her body has. Yes. That's and right. And I have to be able to say that and not be labeled a hater. Right. I have to be able to say that and not be labeled as someone who um, who is just a a, a, a misogynistic, right. overly conservative, right. Right. Um, a completely conventional pat- patriarch. Right. Um, it it's it's conflating two different topics. Yes. And saying you have to choose right. these this package deal. Right. Or you have to reject this package deal. Right. And that is uh, it's illogical, Captain. And it is unhelpful. <laughs> That's right. It's manipulative. That's right. And I feel used by it, and I'm disgusted by it. Yep. And it, it makes me um, angry and irritated. Yep. And that doesn't help any of this. Yes. It doesn't help any of the discussion. I agree um, completely. And the thing is, for a lot of people, this works. It does. I'll give you an example on the conservative side. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, George Bush was going for re-election? Sure. And all the propaganda about 9-11? Uh-huh. Which is completely separate from his presidency. Yeah, I mean, it happened during his presidency at the very beginning. But it doesn't. It doesn't tell me that right. he's he's the president for me because we suffered this tragedy. Right. It conflated. It pulled on my heartstrings for yeah. you know our our defense of our nation that we love. Yeah. And oh, this is then then I must vote for Bush. Right. That's that's I just felt used watching yes. all that propaganda. Yes. It's yes. disgusting. Yes. Did you you know what I'm talking about? Right. Oh, you feel the same absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Another conservative example in the story that we've just been talking about is the example that you gave of a Facebook meme that says, oh, uh, come all mediocre mediocre men, right. uh, here's your place to be a champion. Uh, it is putting on this person, Leah, uh, uh, nefarious motives for doing what she's doing and not at all compassionate about, like, she, she is merely trying to disenfranchise women. I don't think that's what she's trying to do. Yeah. Um, or at least there's no evidence of that. Th- yeah. Th- those are not tied together. Those not, are not, yeah, not necessarily, tied together. Right. They're, they're, they're not necessarily tied together. Right. Could there be motives in her to win and to, uh, this is her chance? To, sure. Sure. I can see oh, that. That's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, but. <laughs> but we can't say this is, th- that's the that's reason. Not, yeah, that's right. Or it's the only reason. That's right. Or it's the, the majority of the reasons. Right. Right. We, we can't say that. Right. Um, we just know that it's there happening. Is, there is real pain and struggle for people who are transgender. That is a real struggle for people. And uh, the desire for glory is not doesn't have to be the main motivating factor for, for trans women competing in sports. You know, sort of a sidebar, um, the motivation for glory, though, yeah. uh, takes people into some very strange places. True. They will do amazing uh, and odd things yeah. for the chance of being rich and famous. Yeah. Um, which kind of, I've got two directions I want to go. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, think, I think we can do both of them in this, in this segment. Okay. Uh, one of them, of course, now people are going to be tired of talking about this by the time they hear this episode, but Will Smith slapping 
Oh yeah, Chris that just, Rock that just happens. Oscars. Yeah, yeah. As we're recording this, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that that is something that we can talk about related to this, sure. right? As far as um, a celebrity and the need for glory and the hunger for glory. Yeah. Um, but before that, I thought we should talk about what's going on in the PCA briefly. Okay. As um, we discuss uh, transgender and homosexuality and. Um, you know, we have this uh, uh, a minister, Greg Johnson, that we interviewed, and he's he is episode forty-one. If you want to refer back to that episode, we interview Greg Johnson. The forty-two, we actually talk about our interview. We follow still up our it. most popular uh, yes episode. Now you're talking about the PCA. That's the Presbyterian Church in America, of which we are both a part. And our denomination is uh, right now debating and struggling over. Uh, uh, Homosexuality and and um, in for ministers, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. the The issue that I've I've come to understand, it, and this does require a lot of nuancing, which is why it's so difficult. Yeah, is that if we say if if we give Greg permission to yeah. say that he's gay, yeah, and we all know what that means, but not everyone knows what that means. Uh-huh. Um, then there needs to be a lot of qualifying questions, right? What do you mean by that? What, what kind of activity okay. does that involve? And, yeah. Um, and and since there are a number of ways that people um, become or are homosexual that are not from birth, that are not like a eunuch, sure, sure. Uh, or have some sort of gender dysphoria from yep. the from the womb, mm-hmm. but it can happen from abuse, it can happen uh, from circumstances. Sure, there are men who have uh, had an, an addiction to sex, and their sexual appetite has gone beyond what can be met by a woman or women. Okay, and uh, they involve themselves in homosexual activity or group activity, and then homosexual activity. Uh, so that has happened. Sure. Um, and there are men who get locked in prison, and sure. that's that's the, the option that they have. Right. Um, and so in those cases, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, it is more culturally or circumstantially driven. Yep. And can be repented of and changed. Mm-hmm. But then that's mixed with people like Greg, who from birth have a have a different situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, the The problem I think that people are having is uh, if we say it's okay to be gay, mm-hmm. then we're automatically gonna gonna have all that other stuff lumped in as saying this is okay too. You I don't see. have to repent of this, but you do. You didn't repent of that, and so is it. I think it's what's best is for us to say it's not okay. It's not okay, but the label still fits in certain circumstances. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Uh, I don't think that's different than what Greg is saying, or what I don't think so. so either. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, that's right. But okay. that's the confusion that's out there. Yeah, that that if we if we permit Greg to continue as a minister, we're saying as as a denomination, it's okay to be gay. Oh, yeah. So that may be a misunderstanding. I strongly disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, I statement. strongly disagree with okay. it too. But All right. That's what people, people think. Think. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's. I heard that actually over the weekend. Did you? Okay. Someone said it. Uh, if we, it's okay to say uh, you can be gay. Wow. And I was thinking, I didn't have a discussion about it. It was an appropriate time. I see. But, sure. Um, that's not what's being said. No, definitely um, not. And yet. Uh, when you say I'm a gay Christian, um, then immediately there need to be all these qualified. Well, you know, it depends comments. on what you mean. It's okay. What is the word okay can have a <laughs> you know so many meetings. So it's, a, it's, it's okay to be gay. That yeah. is to say that um, uh, homosexual inclination is part of God's design, right? That would be a little bit more specific right. way. And no one in our denomination is trying right. to say that. But is it okay? 
to have a friend who was who is born gay, right? with this disposition. Oh, of course, struggles that's against, okay. Yes, I agree. Is it okay? Am I redeemable? Am I can can I follow after Jesus and be a, and have uh, uh, you know a homosexual um, inclination? Yep. Uh, absolutely. So it depend, So is it okay to be gay? I uh, yes, it is. And no, it's not. It look. Yeah, that's just way too short of a sentence right. uh, to be able to say definitively. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, given the biblical sex ethic and the answer that Jesus gives about yeah. being born with sexual brokenness sure. or, or yeah. being made that way, yeah. uh, that the result is to commit yourself to God and be celibate. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about um, the transitioning of genders uh, that we have in this country and around the world? Uh, since we have modern science, we can do surgeries and reconstruct genitalia. And we yeah. can use yeah. and manipulate hormones, yeah. um, and we create this this really. Uh, we push people into kind of the third category. We, we kind of make them an intersex person. Yeah, yeah. When they weren't an intersex person, they they just had a uh, uh, whatever hormone uh, affected their brain yeah. in such a way, yeah. uh, or whatever pressure yeah. or whatever feeling they have inside. Right. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I I'm gonna um it I have very different thoughts as to what is moral and good uh-huh. generally. And then also what should we do as a society that is not committed to any particular moral good uh or, or any particular religion or uh you know we don't have um mm-hmm. okay. And so the moral good is to say any sort of sexual brokenness, which, by the way, I am sexually broken, and you are too. Uh, all of us are, even though you and I are not homosexual, nor are we uh, trans or you know right. whatever. But we have sexual brokenness, just like Greg, um, who articulates it better than anyone I've heard before. I think, uh, or at least as good, in saying that okay, so se- there is sexual brokenness, and so to admit this is the brokenness that I carry around with me, and I'm going to deny my uh, desires which are not in accord with God's design, which, by the way, that is the Christian life. You know, I, I have a desire for sin, sexual sin, as well as many, many other kinds of sin. Right. And the whole goal of the Christian life is to deny those sinful desires and to reform my mind, my heart, more and more into the image of Christ. And that's what Greg is doing. And so a trans person who is uh, a Christian in my church, which I, when I was a pastor, I had trans people in my uh-huh. church. That's what I told them. I said, more and more, you need to deny your um, desires that are not in accord with what uh, God's ideal is, and that's not only for your sexuality; it's also for your eating, it's also for your finances, right. it's also for your relationships gent- with your parents, whatever, all right. of that stuff, all of life, all of life. Now, when it comes to so that's what I mean. I, that's no different than any other brokenness, right? Um, now, when it comes to uh, Politics. When it comes to what the what does the law say? Do we compel that sort of? I think that is very difficult, and I am much more uncomfortable saying we need to enforce uh, a biblical ethic of sexuality um, by law. Uh huh. Um, I think that there's some place that we need to do some of that, but certainly not everything. Right. Well, I think we've we've realized that we. I don't want to get into a, a legal discussion because yeah, you and I have a, differences good, there. I do, we do think uh-huh. that we lobby as Christians. We have the ability to lobby for 
the biblical morality we ought to. Oh, um, yes. But what that policy could look like is very debatable. Yes. And, we both agree that we yeah. need to to lobby our government for good morality uh, enforced in our laws. But I think we disagree on where do we draw... Certainly we do not want... Um, not Neither of us wants for all sin to be monitored by police. Right. Right. We don't want that. On the other hand, neither of us wants... Uh, uh, just a free for all in right. morality. Neither of us wants that. Right. Okay, so that's those are the two extremes, and so there's a slidey bar in the middle. Okay, which sins yeah. should be prosecuted by police? Because some should, um, and then which sins should not be part right. of our laws? Because some should not, and Again, that's difficult. A great to know. discussion we yeah. need to get back into um, and try to work on, but and that's where with the transgender yeah. stuff, I'm not sure. That's difficult yeah, for me. I think it's I think it's really tragic what is being pushed upon people. Oh, I agree. In our society today, I agree. The options that are available to them that I think ought not to be available yes. to them. Yes. The um the can you can be whatever you you dream of being. Yes. Uh, we will never ever again label any sort of mental illness associated with gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Um, all of, all of these sort of of uh, what in some people's minds are progressions. Yes. Um, there's some of them I'm sure are good and yep. valuable, and uh, especially if it's leading us to 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 have compassion and to show dignity to human yeah. Yeah. beings who bear the image of God. That's right. that's right. what we want. Yes, uh, but we also need to respect the image that uh, from which we come from. We need to respect God's personality, Absolutely. His design, His, his design. plan, that's His right. purposes, and. If there is a brokenness that leaves you in an, in a place where uh, sex is not biblically viable, there is an alternative of devoting yourself to God. It's what the Bible calls us to. Yes, and it uh, people have lived very uh, enriched lives. Yes, um, without uh, being fully sexually active. Yeah, yeah. You know um, th- what you said leads me to think um, when when you said. A moment ago, and it makes perfect sense. I know just what you mean. That this, uh, that our society is trying to be progressive in open liberating this sexual yeah. ethic. Um, from a historical perspective, uh, I've by the way I've used that language, and I'm going to challenge that language, and I, I want to challenge our thoughts together and our listeners as well to say that the biblical ethic of sexuality, uh, from a historical perspective, is not. Um, very conservative. It's actually progressive. And here's what I mean by that. When the New Testament was written and the new, and the early Christians, uh, everything that we think of as liberal sexuality right now was going on in the Roman Empire. Right. And it was a sexual free-for-all. And right. uh, so the transgender, homosexuality, um, multiple partners, girlfriends, boyfriends on the side, um, rape and abuse of, of children... Yeah. All of that prostitution, prostitution, yeah. all of that was um, very uh, prevalent uh, in society, prevalent mm-hmm. and not looked down upon. And Christians came along, and Christians were the one to, ones to say, you know what, sex is more than just a biological thing. It is for sure that, but we want to protect women. We want to protect children. We want to, uh, in the image of God. Uh, use sex as a way to find healthy relationships and communities. And that was a progressive thought. Right. And that protecting the vulnerable was progressive. 
that was progressive. And so the biblical Christian ethic, uh, excuse me, the biblical Christian sexual ethic uh, was brand new. No society in the world had under had had figured this out, and God gives the New Testament, and says this is the way to uh, to to empower the powerless. And so that was what was progressive. Now we're going back to what most of the society did for hundred for thousands upon thousands of years. It is not progressive. It is regressive. Yes, and. And now we have technology that can allow us to do things that we couldn't have done in the That's past. That's true. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, 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 we're we're creating new categories of people, and some folks really want to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. I do not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, God made a male and female. That's the design. Yes. And there is a, a place of compassion for that which is broken from yeah. that design. Yeah. Um, but we are. We're not seeing it as brokenness at all societally, right, right? Right, and that makes it difficult for people to to nuance or to understand yeah. that there are categories where um, uh, we need to we need to be more careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, other thoughts? I, uh, I'm all thunked out. Yeah, <laughs> I've ran my mouth too much. <laughs> oh boy, we're going to get in big trouble for this one. Maybe. Hey, if you want to uh, get us in trouble, get us in trouble. Tell us why we are crazy and we've offended you. Uh, we're ready to hear that. Um, I guess <laughs> I think uh, you can go to our Facebook group, the Hopper Podcast, or you can write to us at thehopperpodcast at gmail dot com. for listening to the hopper podcast you made it to the end of this week's episode congratulations you win a booger on a bun that's probably what everybody wants i am sure to claim that prize write us at the hopper podcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to the hopper podcast at gmail.com join us next time when we will discuss the best and worst things you can do with your tongue wow that's fascinating yeah i gotta hear that it's gonna be a good one Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Ted. Ted? (laughs) Ted. (laughs) Thanks, Ted.